this is good. I can't believe you guys. Have you guys not realized I dabble in about everything? No, I never. I totally. I would have never guessed that you had an airbrush machine to paint with, Mike. I. I. I had no idea. Oh. Do you play the accordion? No. <laughs> he does play the skin flute, however. I well, no. I was going to say I have dated girls that do play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin just spit his he drink just... everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got him. Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Today we have another special guest. She's very talented artist, airbrusher, painter, Jesse Madeira. Thank you for joining FDB this week. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Cool, cool. Now, for the listeners who may not know who you are, what you do, go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and what you do. Uh, I'm Jesse Madeira, and I do custom, uh, like, Automotive airbrushing along with custom paintings and digital design. So do a little bit of everything. And you specialize in, I would say, uh, the darker subject matter, the macabre, the gothic, the, you know, it's something that's really in line with, with motorcycles. So I could see how, how things met and yeah. very, very impressive work. I got to mm-hmm. say. Thank you so much. Yeah, my focus is definitely on the darker stuff. Creepy monsters, skulls, uh, nudity, sexuality. Um, I love that sort of stuff. And it definitely suits the demographic of the automotive or motorcycle community a little bit better. She just described our podcast. (laughs) I was like, how did that just happen? (laughs) We haven't had any nudity yet, but I wouldn't put it past us. We had a couple of close calls with people wearing wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants, so. We just don't stand up. That's the thing. We haven't had nudity because we don't stand up. Uh, I remember correctly early on, I threw my bra off on one podcast. uh, Yeah, I think you did. That's when you were... That's when you're hitting those those shots while we were recording. You don't do that anymore. Is that why you True. keep asking me to do shots? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are those shots at? She was juiced up. <laughs> so so Jesse, you, you described your artwork in in you know pretty pretty graphic detail. Is there a is there was there like a time when you were doing your art that kind of pointed you in that direction, or has that been always something that you've been interested in? I think that's always been a direction that I've personally enjoyed for my art. When I first started doing my art, I did all of it really was commission based. So it was kind of a little bit of everything from like pet portraits to just really weird suggestion. Like, I don't even know, like shark fighting a wolf type thing. It was kind of all over the place. Um, So I, I start when I transitioned to the automotive or motorcycle artwork, I really made it a point to stay true to what I wanted to do and to be like the master of the macabre dark stuff. And I don't want to paint pet portraits anymore. So uh, well, you could paint a wolf. Say. You could paint a wolf and a moon in outer space. 
I I've gotten commissions just like that. Like <laughs> I think I've seen that shirt at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so so if someone does ask you now, um, mm-hmm. now that you're kind of you know, you're in your niche and what you like to do. If somebody asks you for something that you don't do, are you, do you, are you like, Nope, that's not me. You need to see this person. I'll consider it depending what it is. I'm just at a point in my career where I can feel comfortable saying no, where I wasn't so much before, I guess. So, but I think people kind of know what I'm, what I focus on and they come to me because I do that. I think. Sure. Yeah. All right. Being an artist is, it can be very, very tough. I mean, there's people that say you're going to starve if you're, yeah. if you're an artist. <laughs> I, I, went to, I went to art school, took <laughs> art all through high school or whatever. Um, I flipped over more to the digital side of things, but um, I really wish I could get back to the, to the fine art stuff because I used to love doing it. But you've got so to, a, yeah, yeah, you've gotten to a point where, you know, it's, it's your passion and you're making it part of your livelihood. It's, it's how you live. It's how you yeah. pay your bills. Well, I've, awesome. done, I've done this for about 13 years. I've been painting for, um, so I've only been airbrushing for maybe four. All wow. of the other time has been traditional art and I didn't get anywhere really. <laughs> so, um, it was suggested to me to, to start airbrushing because, it was just, uh, there was someone in my life that was like around that sort of like car culture suggested I might be good at it. And I was like, okay, might be more money. And uh, I made a slow transition to that over like the course of a year or two, started airbrushing on my canvas. And then it eventually just kind of went full automotive at that point. And there's, it's been so successful since then. And it's only really been uh, like a handful of years at this point. So it was definitely the the best direction to go in. So like your helmets are, they're insane. Yeah. The stuff you're doing on those helmets. How long does it take you to do something like that? I mean, what's the turnaround on, on something like that? So typically for a helmet with like full coverage of art, um, I try to get them done in a week. That's um, all an ass. Yeah. But I don't know if that's considered like fast or long because I know painters that paint, quicker they got to turn it out in a couple days or not but like i don't know but it takes me about a week um every image on the helmet takes about a a full day full eight hours to paint so it takes a while i was gonna Uh, say there's a lot of detail oh the detail is amazing they're very realistic they're it's crazy looking only doing it for four years too and the the quality and, and the detail is just have you ever thought about tattooing (laughs) <laughs> I get that question so much. Um, I have considered it. The shops where I'm located aren't necessarily geared towards like realism, which is what I specialize in. So it's just, there's not a whole lot of shops to learn from around here. And the few that there are, aren't accepting apprenticeships. Or I got but, that two right. people are weird. They <laughs> are, man. They don't, want anybody, they don't want anybody in their damn club. They think you're trying to undercut them and undermine them. And- I mean, they follow me. They're friends with me. They know me. And they're like, no, not, we don't. We're not taking any. Yeah. Hey, can you make me a painting? Hey, can you show me how? No. Yeah. <laughs> I like this better, though. Um, when you do a helmet, Jesse, like, does the customer pick the helmet? Do you pick the helmet? Do you have like a certain brand that you prefer working for? 
like with? I offer two sort of options. One is the customer supplies their own helmet because everyone has their own preference. Um, And then recently I have uh, sort of partnered with Torque Helmets and also Biltwell. Um, So to get the best possible dealer pricing on their helmets. And typically um, I will include that in the the price of the overall quote if the customer prefers those two brands but they basically you know it's so cheap that they don't notice that helmet cost in that in that price so it's basically a free helmet if you just uh you know get the artwork i gotcha that's the incentive is i really able to invest in the artwork right so when you get a helmet from a company like that do you have to do a lot of prep beforehand before you start painting on that like sanding and so forth yeah, everything gets wet sanded uh, before it's painted. That's very typical of all parts being painted. So there is a bit of prep involved. It's like nitty gritty part of the job that sucks, but <laughs> got to get done. Back taping is a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Do you have an apprentice, Jesse, that does your wet sanding or anything? Or is no. that? No, I'm, I just do my whole thing myself. It's very overwhelming. <laughs> There's so many jobs to do from the prep to design to paint. And then the whole backside of things as far as like social media, marketing, shipping products and making sure all that stuff is good. I'm just like a one person show, which is. That's a lot of shit. It's a lot. I'm, uh, I'm actually trying <clears throat> to build a little bit of a team at the moment and, and hopefully get some help as far as like the digital side of stuff hey on your on your david bowie queen helmet what is that on the left hand side is that bacon or fish and chips or what uh (laughs) that was fish and chips it was a full (laughs) uk theme so everything on there is very uh it was it was really badass and i'm sitting here going what the fuck is that on the side of the helmet and i thought it was fish and chips but i was unsure (laughs) that was one most difficult thing to paint (laughs) fish and chips was the, the um the firefighter or the miner with the glowing green eyes? Mm. It was black and white with glowing green eyes. I remember that. That might think that might have been a pain. Mike's been heavy stalking. Yeah, he's got, he's yeah, got yeah. down there. I Dude. don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm telling. I like paintbrush. I like paintbrush and artwork stuff. So that's well. Good I shit. got a fairing, Jesse. We'll work out a time schedule that works for you. Yeah, I'm excited. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) What does does Geritol look like? Can she paint that on there? (laughs) Yeah, can you do a Geritol bottle on there? So did you just paint him a bottle bottle of Metamucil on it? That'd be good. (laughs) That matches bike. You said you had had somebody that kind of pointed you and said, hey, maybe, maybe you would be, you know, good at this. And then I'm assuming that after that, you have used just social media to, to build your business. Yeah. From the start, everything pretty much has been social media. Um, I actually suffer from a lot of like social anxiety. So I really pushed the social media and I didn't do any sort of anything else, no events, no traveling. And it's only really recently that I started to push a more traditional sense of marketing as far as like going to events and uh, trying to like expand myself in a more physical presence. Just I have like this weird fear that social media is just going to like not exist. And then neither am I. So um, I got to like do both now, but some of the the traditional ways still work. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just starting to kind of explore that a little bit and like find what events are 
you know, best for what I do. And yeah, social media has been great. I think for your specific medium, I mean, that's entirely how, how I found, you know, how I found you and, and started following you was entirely on social media. And I just think it's interesting that there are a number of of small businesses that exist that are like you said, a one person show where your, your entire business kind of plan is built off of showing what you do, doing live streams, you know, kind of that whole side of it. And you can, you know, you can build your entire, your, your entire business by really being transparent about what you do and just putting your stuff out there, which I think is, is absolutely a great plan. (laughs) Because there's no hiding it, you know, it's right. all right there. Yeah. I love it. I love showing like the the full process. I know a lot of artists don't because either maybe they don't want to give away secrets or what they do or the process or might turn people off. I find that it really helps to be more personal and personable with people um, and, and potential customers also. Um, I found that they really love to watch their helmets being painted in real time. I like, I just did one, uh, Vlad the Impaler helmet and oh, cool. uh, the customer's parents were watching <laughs> Like his mom <laughs> and dad were like, we're watching our son's helmet being painted. And I was like, it's a whole family event to watch it. It's kind of cool. So Pretty sure Tony had that name in high school. <laughs> <laughs> how did i get pulled into this i'm over here minding my business the wrestling the wrestling team gave him that name mike <laughs> oh my god so jesse how do you jesse how do you post that when you're doing that like for your customers to watch that uh it's just uh just doing the live feeds on instagram oh, i got yeah, you okay. live pretty often so Probably too much. <laughs> so question. I, I what is what is the absolute weirdest request you've ever had for a painting or airbrush? I did uh one of like the first like when I first started drawing, I I did a little bit of everything, watercolor, charcoal, like everything. Um, and one request was a squirrel in bed with a manatee smoking a cigarette, like they had just had sex. And that was <laughs> I don't know why. I don't even ask why. I don't need to know the backstory, but. (laughs) How in the hell does that even work? So so ridiculous. (laughs) I don't know. Poor squirrel. And the squirrel looks at the manatee and says, man, that was nuts. (laughs) Dad joke. Nuts. That's good. You know, it's interesting because we, we were talking about this a while back about, you know, when if you think about your, you know, kind of macabre, you said in it, in, in it being, you know, more attached to motorcycles and, and automotive and that kind of stuff. But the funny thing is, is that, you know, there's a little bit of weirdo in all of us. Right. Yeah. So I don't think that, I don't think it's just reserved to like one thing. I just think it, it happens to fit, like, you know, you said how it fits into this category. It's just our kind of weirdo is that we're willing to put like the, you know, like Vlad the Impaler on our head <laughs> and like drive down the street and be like, yeah, uh, this guy's murdered like a million people and I have them on my helmet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, I think that's the, I think that's the difference between, you know, maybe like motorcycling and everybody else's, they keep their weird in the closet. We put it on our helmet and drive down the street. I don't want to see what comes out of your closet behind you. 
I'm a little concerned now. <laughs> so, all right. Well. So Jesse got some pretty big news. I don't know what, a couple of weeks ago about Orange County Choppers. You want to share that? Yeah. So they contacted me uh, for uh, maybe a couple weeks or months ago. It's been a kind of rough discussion. And then just recently um, they've decided they're doing this uh, bike giveaway project and um, they've asked me to paint it, custom paint it for them and their customers. So um, starting that now, really starting the design process. That's, that's awesome. Really cool. That's yeah. that's yeah. great exposure. Yeah. And I think, um, I think they're going to end up unveiling the final bike at their new location in Florida. Cause they're actually from right where I'm at um, near New York. So uh, yeah, they're moving their shop down to Florida, and I think they're going to unveil it at their their opening. As far as I know, yeah. So they actually do- came up. They actually came up and visited her studio and everything, which that was pretty cool. I was nervous for that. <laughs> <laughs> when when you do when you do that that type of paint job, then or some say somebody sends you a um, a tank, do you do you a want what? like a tank like a gas a, tank gas tank? Oh. I thought you said a taint. I did not. <laughs> okay. I did not. I don't think you can send one of those anyway. <laughs> With technology when, nowadays, you don't know. That's <laughs> true enough. So are they going to bring you the base painted tins or do you do the base paint also? Um, I have someone I work with um, who who does my personal stuff. Um, theirs happened to come to me already painted. Um, so the customer got to choose, even though it's a giveaway bike, um, the winner, whatever, got to choose their color and, um, their artwork, whatever they wanted. So I spoke with them directly on, on the whole theme of the bike. And, um, luckily they're very open to my style and I kind of get to stay true to what I do, which is really nice. Cause my fear with that was I'm going to be now stuck in a box working for a company doing their, their vision, which is um, a really big relief that I get to stay true to, to what I do. Right. I guess for me, I always look at it. Like if I'm, if I'm going to employ an artist to do anything right. for me, that's why I went to that artist because right. I want them to do their thing right? Like, here's the design. This is what's in my brain, but I want you to do your thing with what I, you know, you know, what I'm, what I'm envisioning. It always turns out better than what you thought. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. When you give the the artist creative liberty, the results are always better. Yeah, a lot better. (laughs) So Jesse, earlier you talked about doing more live events as opposed to just, you know, using social media for promotion. Are you, are you going to open yourself up to do like bike, bike weeks, bike events and stuff like that? Is that something you're open to doing? I would like to, um, it's just expensive, you know, between hotels and booth space and, you know, everything like that. And then taking a risk on something selling and bringing everything. I mean, like I have to get a whole new car to like bring everything. Um, And it's, have you asked around to see how much people actually make? or charge uh, for getting their bike custom painted? No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if other artists do that, do they? I, I don't know, but um, it's kind of like an unspoken thing maybe that you just don't, the, the problem with pricing artwork is that it's so individual. It's based purely on what you think you're worth for your time that's, or experience. It. So it's, 
to compare my prices to somebody else is irrelevant anyway. Well, no, but what I'm getting at is that it could be, it is, it is very, it could be very lucrative. Right. Had you made a, you know, or had, you know, if you had a mobile kit to be able to go to bike week or wherever okay. and post up and say, you know, somebody says, Hey, I want you to airbrush something on my tank or want you to do something, you know, yeah. travel flames or, or pinstripe or whatever. Yeah. I don't know uh, if I could do it like on the fly right then and there, just because it wouldn't be protected and cleared, but, um, yeah. but like even just to bring like a whole bunch of like helmets to sell or something like, um, oh yeah. I have done a couple events, uh, but I would like to do a little bit more. There's not a whole bunch here in Connecticut. It's not really the place for it. So it requires just a lot of travel expense, really. So I'm trying to team up strategically with events. Um, for one, I'm doing uh, possibly Maryland Bike Week. Um, so I've teamed up with them and got a booth and working on a hotel and stuff like that. And um, we did one. They were going to have their event last year. Of course, it got canceled, but I did um, like a, a promo helmet for them. Um, so, so I'm like, I'm trying to do it strategically in a way that makes sense to the business because um, I don't want to lose out on money. It's not really worth it in that case, I don't think. But Do you have like helmets for sale? Yeah, I have a couple in my store. They usually go pretty quickly. Um and it's hard to have time to just do kind of them for fun because they take a little while to do. But sure. Um, but yeah, I do have like a stash of them. I've been keeping them kind of locked away just for future events. And, you know, I, I need display purposes. But so like there's a couple I won't sell. But uh, but yeah, I do have stuff for sale uh, occasionally. So do you ride a motorcycle, Jesse, or no? I have never been on a motorcycle ever. But you paint the <laughs> shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You've never even been on the back of a motorcycle? Never. No. Nope. <laughs> Holy. Oh, you are take missing. that girl for a ride. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are missing wow. out. Yeah. I'm sure I would like it. I mean, maybe one day I'll ride one. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you that New York City is definitely not a place to ride a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. I'm a little north <laughs> yeah. of the city, so I'm like, I got there's some really great back roads around here, like where I'm at, but. I just, uh, I don't really know a whole lot of people who write, like my circle's so small. I really just kind of stay in my studio that I, I'm just not around it really. Well, I could, I could see her on a scooter <laughs> or something <laughs> with an, with an easel <laughs> riding down main street. Yeah. I'm telling you. You need to like, get something. Just get, get like something. Blood dripping off it everywhere. It would be yeah. the, the it would be the the coolest freaking painted scooter you'd ever seen. That's right. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. If she had one of those, what's what's the Honda called there? The Honda Cub. Um, yeah. If you had a Cub, that is so much <laughs> area for a canvas to be painted. That would be, oh my God, a Honda Cub with a custom airbrush paint job. Somebody Bam. get this girl a Honda Cub right now. The, the, the paint job would probably cost more than the Cub. <laughs> it probably would, but it would yeah. look kick ass. <laughs> you might price yourself right out of that one. <laughs> Does, do, have you had that question before? Like, do you ride? You're painting motorcycle helmets and that kind of stuff. And and has anyone ever asked you if you ride? Um, It's not a question I get often. I have been asked. Um. I was actually asked by 
I don't know his name, but he's a photographer, uh, really well-known at Sturges. Um, and they were looking for somebody for like their podcast. And he was like, we need somebody who like, we want to have you cause you're cool art, whatever, but we need somebody who rides. And I'm like, I don't, I don't ride. So it was, you know, what? <laughs> I was 86 from whatever he was looking for, but, uh, but yeah, I don't really get the question that often, to be honest. Nah. Hey, speaking of questions. <laughs> here we go. Uh, <laughs> and here's where shit could go inappropriate. <laughs> be all right. So here at the Five Dirty Bikers podcast, we generally ask our guests two things. Well, first, she definitely knows the first one from where she's from because they're there. Where do you where do you stand with White Castle? Um, there's not a whole lot of White Castle where I'm at. Son of a bitch. I thought New York had White Castle everywhere. Do they not? I saw it in Saturday Night Fever, damn it. I'm not, I'm not in the city. I'm like an hour, two hours north of oh. the city. So it's do a little you, bit more uh, farmland here. Than- do you eat White Castle? Do you like White Castle? I do not eat White Castle. I try to stay away from fast food. That's probably, that's probably wise. You Especially the price is right. <laughs> Especially White Castle. Yeah, it's probably wise. You'll spend more time in the, in the studio. <laughs> and the second question that we generally ask on here when we have guests is do you know what a merkin is no i've heard <laughs> i've heard the word but i don't know what that is everybody knows that the merkin's the word i'm a mark 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 merkin's a word um so a merkin is otherwise known as a pubic wig now that you say it, I have heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy See? them on Amazon. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Like us on Facebook and follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Five Dirty Bikers. And check out our brand new website at FiveDirtyBikers.com. <laughs> or or, or, or a real a, thing. I thought, you, I thought it was full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're a patron for, what, a Miraculous Merkin for three months for Five Dirty Bikers, you will be sent a Merkin. <laughs> yeah. Free one, right? Yeah, <laughs> compliments you have choice. Compliments of Mary's truly. <laughs> Mary's the Merkin maker. She is the Merkin maker. She lives down on Drury Lane. <laughs> <laughs> the Merkin man. <laughs> Gotta say like the one on uh, Shrek. So Jesse, you said it takes you a week to to paint a helmet. How far? How far booked out are you if someone were to contact you right now? How, what would be your turnaround time for a helmet right now? Uh, I'm currently booked out probably till early summer. Um, the Orange County Chopper Bike is definitely like taking priority right now. Um, I'm on a pretty strict deadline for that. Um, I have another motorcycle to follow that one. And then I'm like backed up with at least like 10, 10 other projects Uh so they all they all take about a week. So <laughs> you can imagine the, you know, it's what like at least 10, 12 weeks potentially. Uh, so uh-huh. I try to I try to go through them really quick, um, as, as quick as I can while giving everybody, you know, the the attention they deserve for their project, but definitely um a few months. So. I well, I've seen what happens when you don't hit the deadline for Paul. throw a chair through your shop window very wound up (laughs) hey nobody likes an angry walrus that's true that's true mike 
That's funny. Hey, do you like animals? Do you do you have any cats or dogs? Um, I used to have a cat. Um, when I moved to Connecticut, it got eaten by a bear. Oh what? my god! You got bears in Connecticut? Oh yeah, we have one that like uh, like hangs around like the house. So the bear <laughs> ate the cat. No shit. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh, I heard it. Like, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> oh damn! Man. We got a lot of animal life out here. Wow, Mike, what a question to ask. Yeah, yeah. You know, good you job, need, Mike. You don't need any inspiration. Traumatic experience. Exactly. She doesn't need any inspiration for the macabre because a bear ate her cat. Yeah. That's, that. Oh, that's awful. That's terrible. Mm. Oh man, <laughs> I am sorry to hear that. Did you like? Wait, did you wake up to it? Were you like, oh, what's like that right noise? Out, it was right outside, uh, like my window. Like I heard it. I heard oh. the bear attack. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess here's the whole thing: is do you really feel sorry for the cat though? Because you would think that a cat <laughs> would be able to get away from a bear. Yeah, uh, that's. He was I mean, little, I feel he was kind of a dumb cat, and he was really like a he was bright colored. So I mean, she didn't really I mean? have a fighting chance. But <laughs> that damn like cat a, was in shock. It was like, oh fuck, like a, fuck, 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 fuck. He <laughs> <laughs> was like a target. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you scroll down far enough in my feed, you'll see the cat posted next to me. Uh, he would actually like always like hang out with me while I painted. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! So I she know needs a scooter and a cat. Yeah, the cat. The cat was like a little bit high on paint fumes. <laughs> he was probably like moving slow. <laughs> I don't know if bitch was like a deer in the headlights. I know I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. We Mary, Mary lives down in Florida with all the all the freaking dinosaurs down there. So every time she posts some picture of her canoeing, and there'll be like a seventeen foot crocodile just like swimming <laughs> next to her, and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing canoeing when there's dinosaurs right next to you? When the fucking critter is bigger than the boat, it's a situation. Right, exactly. Yeah. Just paddle up and take several pictures before you paddle away. No, yeah. Hell I mean, no. We got pictures of the bear. We're like hanging out. It's, you don't get scared of it when it's your home. Exactly. <laughs> so you do have a pet. It's just a bear. Yeah. With a cat it's a community pet. Yes. Yeah. Fucking bears. I'm out mm. on bears, too. <laughs> You're out on everything. Hey, man, anything that could eat me, I don't want to go out that way. You know what I mean? It even just doesn't sound like a fucking fun thing to happen. I get I, I Tony's, agree. Tony's hair stands up on the back of his neck when he sees dry toast. <laughs> what's uh, Jesse, what's the what's the largest thing you've ever been commissioned to paint? Have you ever airbrushed like an entire car? No. I, actually, the Orange County Choppers is my first full motorcycle. So that's kind of, I mean, I guess that's kind of the biggest one other than like maybe a five foot painting, but. Okay. But yeah, and so this, will this include, include all of the tins and the frame that will be airbrushed? Uh, it'll be just um, the, the tank, the oil, uh, the oil tank, yep. gas tank and the back fender. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen. They use front fenders on those on those things. I think sometimes they have them on there. Yeah. yeah. You do a life size portrait of Tony. Wouldn't be that big. <laughs> you, you could do it on the canvas. You could do it on the oil tank, right on the side of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> life size. 
<laughs> you could lay you could lay him down just like that painting on Titanic. Could be <laughs> no. It's wearing one of the hard pass. Look like what was that that picture of George in Seinfeld? <laughs> that was not that, an image I wanted in my head. Thank you. Be, be Tony just laid and, out with a green little green gem on his neck. You can't unring that bell. I can tell you that. <laughs> hey Tony, wearing this only this. Do, do we do we have a quite a few di- dis uh fuck discord questions do you want to <laughs> start diving into those popcorn all right discord friends FTB's about to answer your questions make sure you head over to fivedirtybikers.com and click the link on the home page to visit our discord and become a member first question comes from and and anders eastern shore what is the thing you're most proud or proudest of painting? Um, I would say probably the Orange County Choppers one. I think that's kind of a big deal. And it's a big deal to me because it's the first bike I've done. So it's like, that's a pretty big accomplishment considering I don't have another bike to show um, <laughs> that they trust me to do there. So um, I would say that's that's the, the biggest one. Right. That's awesome. That really is a cool. That's going to open so many doors for you too. We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> or I could fail miserably and it could ruin everything. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. No, I'm if it's pretty anything, sure. If it's you... anything like you've been putting out, we see on your page, you'll be fine. Trust me. <laughs> All right. And if you next... haven't seen it, go to Instagram and search. Yeah. Go to the painting buzz and check out her work, everybody. It's awesome. Yes. Okay. So our next question comes from Matt, NetShark993. This is our um, administrator on our Discord channel. He says, what is the one thing you've always wanted to paint or theme that you've wanted to do but haven't been able to yet? Um, I actually, I have a whole list of things that I kind of want to do. There's one I've started. Um, I just haven't had time to like fully get through it. It's a motorcycle Helmet, I would prefer, it would be a lot cooler if it was on a tank or something, but it's a, uh, it's a nun theme, but the nuns are masturbating with upside down cross dildos. Oh, uh, that ass. Hey, if you could wow. incorporate, if you could incorporate squirting into that, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm worried cool. about saying fuck and then she drops that. Yeah, wow. it's a pretty pretty vulgar painting. Uh, it, it's definitely gonna. Uh, it needs a very unique owner. Um, but the it's already That's your man right it. there. He, he, <laughs> he wouldn't have a problem with it whatsoever. Yeah, so. Hey, so question: Since knowing the the background, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to everything from classical to like hardcore reggae um what do you listen to when you paint a little What's bit of inspiration really? <laughs> yeah i mean if you watch me on my live feed the musical taste so the music always is kind of changing it sticks a lot more towards like punk or um sometimes it's it's more like relaxing like guilty pleasure stuff that i'm not proud of but um it really is all over the place. So lately, because it's getting warm out, it's been a little bit more reggae. Windows are open. I'm like in my groove, uh, <laughs> paying to that. But sometimes when I need to like hustle, it's the heavier stuff, more metal, 
hardcore like because when so. you mentioned nuns the first thing that came into my head was ghost mm. so yeah i like me some ghost mm-hmm. they're okay some days now, <laughs> now jesse yeah. have you have you done any work for <laughs> any any music uh musical acts or bands um i've tried really hard to paint some guitars for musicians i'm friends with a lot of them um but i can't really seem to get them to bite the bullet i've done digital work for bands um a couple of them i've done album cover for hinder um for ice nine kills okay i know them yeah um there's there's a few others in there um along that similar line but no like no real paint uh automotive type painting stuff okay but I'm trying. I'm trying to like. I would like my like the f- the goal is to kind of get more celebrity stuff. Like, if that makes sense, you know what well, I mean. Well, the OCC things isn't just going to lead you right into that. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I, w- I want to really like go high end. So that's plan of attack. Nice. She wants to be one of those people where you go to a rich asshole's house and they're like, "Would you like to see my Madeira?" <laughs> that's right. I would like to see her paint. I would like to see you paint a guitar for Sinister Gates. Okay. That'd be badass. Yeah. Kick-ass, kick-ass Schechter. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Okay, you said guilty pleasure music. Oh, my God, don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. She opened the door, right? You open the the door. I mean, are we talking like new kids on the block? Like, where where are we at with this guilty pleasure music? I wish. Uh, Lisa Loeb. Uh, Loeb. (laughs) It's like Billie Eilish, like all the like stupid stuff that's kind of current right now. And I'm just, I don't know. But, Lisa Loeb? Who so said like, Lisa Loeb? So like, I, Tony I, I, did. Like, I, was, I was a product of the 80s and 90s, Mike. So like, you so like, say, no, that's not Lisa I only Lisa hear Loeb. what I want to. So, so, uh, so like, like, uh, Justin Bieber? No, no, Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. a little, just a little bit more like softer, melodic type stuff. I mean, I can appreciate a good voice. Sometimes you just need something like mellow in the background that's not you know, anything crazy. Have, have you tried any eighties synth? Because that's no. really where it's at. <laughs> no, it's never been there. <laughs> hey, and the hey, flock I, of seagulls was badass. Throwing that's the Thompson right. twins. You're that's cooking right. with gas, dude. <laughs> I, I listened to some Billy eyelash. I like, I like her. She seems good. Uh, so. <laughs> I actually thought she, she was going to say Billy Idol. So. <laughs> no, Billy Idol. Yeah. Next question. Goofy Bastard asks, is it much more difficult to paint on a helmet versus a flat canvas? Um, well, that's a good question. That is a good question. Painting on a helmet is rough because it's circular. So mm-hmm. it's like you have to make everything like it's good and it's bad because everything just naturally flows into each other. There's no like edge to cut it. So it just has to, you have to make it work the whole way around the helmet, which is kind of a nightmare sometimes. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I think painting on a panel is definitely easier. It's just, you're not fighting curves. Um, yeah. That's easier. It's definitely a panel. I guess you wouldn't have to worry about backing away from the surface on a panel versus on a helmet if you're trying to because if you're trying to airbrush a fine line on 
a helmet, then you've got to make sure that you follow the helmet contour and curve. Right. There's, around. there's no yeah. real like straight line on a helmet. It's yeah. all very certain. There you go. Uh, this question is from Pumba and he wants to know, what is something that gives you the most inspiration to create your artwork? What gives me inspiration? Uh, money is the motivator. I mean, my customers, <laughs> <laughs> my customers tell me a lot that, um, I mean, they let me do what I want, but I mean, they're requesting their, their designs and their themes. You know, they, they give me a basic sort of theme to run with and then they let me have at it. And that process kind of um, like goes down a wormhole of, inspiration i'll find like one distinct picture that i really like and then um i find another picture and i somehow like figure out how that goes together it never really starts as a full concept in my head it just sort of like builds itself based on what i find so so how did one find the inspiration for the nun painting is what i (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to answer that i no i actually i did a live feed and i I let people sort of like what do you want to see painted and someone kind of threw it at me i'm like that's amazing uh really dirty and i want to do it so i made it happen yes (laughs) reach out and touch faith wow now that that also makes me worry slightly about um, what people that come on your live stream are thinking about. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it terrifies me a little bit that I might walk by somebody like that on the street one day. You don't know. Who that's, that's what they're thinking in their head. That, that's that's horrifying. Out there. <laughs> hey, if it was on red tube, I'd watch it. <laughs> it probably is. I was going to say that's probably been covered. I'll look that up later. Oh. There you go. So there's a movie called The Nun, but it ain't that shit. No. Uh, D Diaz 86 asks, which we may have covered, but I don't think we do. Um, where does the skulls inspire the ins- Where does your inspiration for the skulls and the macabre and all that come from? That's also a really good question. And like one that people don't really ask, but I love skulls. Because it's such a diverse um, and versatile image to work with that really tests your ability as an artist. So you can paint the most basic version of a skull that's just, you know, circle and triangle. And you know it's a skull. Um, You know, a kid can say that's a skull. Or you can paint the most detailed, colorful, whatever it is skull and it's still a skull so it's there's such an array in between that where you can still tell it's a skull um and it really tests your ability as an artist to where do you fall on that line to get to the end of the skull i guess you know what i mean so i i it's a really good indicator for myself to like how far i've come like how detailed can i get on that skull but i don't think that's i think that's the thing on yes i think that's what that's what i'm it's hard to convey actual things other than just sending people to your Instagram page on just how good you are at giving a three-dimensional realism well, to you. your artwork in what people have seen time and time again as a custom airbrush skull. I mean, so when you, when you say custom, when you say, Oh, I've got skulls painted on my shit. Okay. There's a difference in some dude who, yeah, it's, you not know, your de- it, it's not your decal looking skull. <laughs> no. And that's, oh. that's what I'm saying is when you, when you look at something like you can, you can look at your photos of stuff that you have airbrushed, but the more you look at the photo, the more details and the more things you pick out. 
yeah. every time as you scan over it. So that's. I mean, they look realistic. It looks like somebody took a skull and put different color lights around it and took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're yeah. crazy looking. This is this is what <clears throat> I'll tell you. Um, I've worked in healthcare for for uh, over twenty years, and specifically, I work in imaging. And so, I've taken thousands of pictures of skulls. <clears throat> and one of the things that I fully have been able to appreciate is your ability to. Um, to correctly show proportion mm-hmm. in, in a, in a realistic way in a skull that I, you know, I can look at it and appreciate the fact that, you know, no matter how macabre it might look, there is a very real, there's a very real aspect to it that it looks anatomically correct. You right. know, you have bony prominences where they're supposed to be. You have, you know, the eyes are symmetrical and spaced correctly versus where the nose or the jaw or all of those things might be located, which is, you know, there isn't, there is an anatomical correctness that has to be there for it to look like that. And so I, I appreciate that, which I think is absolutely yeah. amazing. Did you take any like anatomy classes while you were taking your art classes to, to get you to that point? No, I'm, I'm self-taught. Everything is done pretty freehanded. When I say freehanded, it's not, I'm not just like winging it on there. Um, there is like an outline that I'm working off of that. It, that keeps the proportions. I'm like, I'm not that good to just eyeball it. But, uh, but yeah, my goal when I started to do the airbrush was to take what I'm doing on a canvas and put it on the motorcycle. I want it to be a painting. Like I just want it to be a miniature painting. Like like a work of art you know what I mean like I didn't want um that typical sort of cheesy old school airbrush look I really don't like it um so it's been my goal to keep it um like fine art um and real artistic quality on these projects nice it's safe to say that if you painted or airbrushed a barn it wouldn't look like that lopsided <laughs> piece of shit airbrushed barn on the back of a motorcycle. Be the best barn you ever seen. There you go. See, <laughs> whenever whenever you do your next freehand, you know your freehand painting that you want to, or a freehand helmet that you want to put up for display. You know what I think would amaze it would be amazing would be um, one of your skulls that you do in your style, a transition from black and white on one side to color on the other, and have like a hand that's peeling the face off. That would so be a get, really cool idea. You get like the muscle texture and everything kind of yeah. coming off on one side, so it's black and white on one side, and it's coming over to color on the other. I think that would be amazing. I like that. I just want somebody to take my okay. helmet and paint. I want flip flops and a dildo. <laughs> have Mike's you ever, two hey, favorite things you need that on your helmet mike specifically you ever, on your helmet have you ever heard that tony what no i have that's mike. the best that's the best uh christmas present that you could ever get your wife flip-flops i've heard, and I've a heard dildo. this i've heard this joke i just don't know the punchline i, I know the punchline line. why is that mike you, I, why why is that because yeah. if she don't like the flip-flops she can go fuck herself <laughs> All right, let's hit our last question from our Discord. This one comes from Valor Cycle, and they ask, how do you recommend other aspiring artists get started, and how can they build a portfolio to find work? God damn. You should charge for that answer. Right? (laughs) Good questions, guys. Uh, The only, there's, I mean, there's no secret. You just got to, like, 
you just got to paint. I mean, you just got to build a portfolio. If people aren't paying for it, you just paint it to put it in the portfolio until you get paid to do it. I guess you got to fake it till you make it, you know? Um, yeah. So that's how you, know. you earn your way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people don't know the difference, whether it was customer or not. Uh, so you just got to paint, you just got to paint to build the portfolio um, and keep painting and pushing and eventually look at them, I guess. You have to eat your share of ramen before you make it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, was actually, uh, I was talking earlier today on my live feed that like you you got to eat a lot of shit sometimes to like sit at the table um later on i guess you know you do a lot of stuff for free you do a lot of stuff that you don't want to do like, yep, like I it's said, called I paying of, your dues yeah i did a lot of commission work that i did not want to do but it, it also helped me build my skill um that's what helped me build my social media at the time and it all pays caught, off in the long run, but there's I no call eating your shit. I called eating a lot of shit gross. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Big shit sandwich. Sometimes you have a lot of bread. Sometimes there isn't any. That's <laughs> that. That's not. I mean, that's not a lot different than riding a motorcycle. I mean, you got to pay your a dues. shit sandwich. No, no, no. You got to pay your dues, Mike. I mean, I think you know you don't just you don't just get on a motorcycle and you're good at it and ride across the country. That, that just doesn't happen. Right. Correct. You got to put your, you got to put your time in, you have to, you have to practice, you have to spend time in the saddle. There, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of parallels between what you were talking about paying your dues with art and, and, and paying your dues with riding a motorcycle that they, they, they certainly do. It's that certainly makes sense to me for sure. Yeah. And in the age of social media, everybody wants immediate gratification. They feel very entitled that they should, you know, get exposure or this and that, but they don't have maybe the, the quality to, you know, that people want yet, I guess, like it just, you just got to put in time to, to really hone your craft and be the best that you can be. And there's no shortcut to that. So. I mean, you're not going to make millions off of drawing the Lion King over and over again. You might, if you work for Disney. Mm. (laughs) I thought when I grew up, I was going to work for Disney because my uncle was the head landscaper out there. So I thought I I had a shoe in, but didn't work out that way. (laughs) I also also wouldn't be a fireman when I was four. That shit didn't work out either. (laughs) It's hot. It's a hot job. Hot, 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 hot. With banana mono word of the day. It's like jet fuel for your mind. Hey, Dustin, speaking of beautiful and majestic. I don't think the word's going to be beautiful and majestic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very doubtful. I think it's going to be highly offensive. <laughs> Always. Maybe it will be macabre. The word of the day is be asti. <laughs> See, there's anal beads in there. See, I told you. Uh, that he did not say that word at all, Mary. He did not say that word. He did not say that. Bead ass something. Tie. <laughs> Tie. Tell me yeah. not. Tell me I've like never it. tied them. You it's haven't. What it is? It's one of those. It's one of those butt plugs that has a tie hanging off the end of. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of a tail. <laughs> oh. Is he strictly business? 
<laughs> Strictly Smart. business from behind. He's not a furry. He's not a furry lover. He's not a furry guy. <laughs> I I beg to differ. Look at him. He's a furry guy for sure. No, my head isn't. God damn it. <laughs> it all went down your back. It all went down to my back. I keep waiting for it to creep to my ass. I can't. I think. I guess it's getting there. I'm sorry. I was never mind. That was- <laughs> Were you wrong, you head. Up? wrong head. Oh my God, Mary! We're trying to run a family podcast here. We have never tried to run a family podcast. Not once. I got to go up and look at my kids in the eye after this. <laughs> I mean, shit, we've talked about your grandma on here before. Come Mike on has talked about my grandma on numerous <laughs> occasions. She was a squirter. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Spelling <laughs> is B. E E dash S T E E. The stabicals would be B St. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> beasting. That's what it's gonna feel like. <laughs> Told you, door boys are back. Said. <laughs> back doors back all right i don't want that to be our our boy band name not even a little bit no that makes me oh feel my god it's back again thanks <laughs> brother sisters everybody say well starfish has five legs right <laughs> it does. It does, ironically enough. Touche. In one hole. <laughs> it's a noun. Comes from Scottish, early 18th century. <laughs> Humorous first definition is. An animal, insect, or germ. <laughs> germ. <laughs> germ. What the yeah. fuck? G E R M. Germ. <laughs> yep. That's a germ, yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, second definition, informal, is a vehicle or device of a particular kind. <laughs> Does it have a shifter on batteries. it? Batteries. If you want it to have, yes, for sure. If has, hey, if it has a shifter on it, it's a Sibby. <laughs> <laughs> and a steering wants that bastard with a pull start on it. Yeah. Want to jack around? That's, <laughs> that's professional grade. With batteries, screw that. I need a combustion engine. Plugs into the wall. You're in business. <laughs> As long as I can watch and hold the potentiometer, that way I can control the speed. I'm all right. He's over there pulling that pull start like saltwater taffy, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to go here in a minute, I promise. (laughs) Looks like a two-year-old clogged up weed eater. (laughs) Hey, Tony. Yeah, Mike. 
Would you like for me to use be asked high in the sentence? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Examples of be asked highs in the sentence. Watch out for be asked highs trying <laughs> to invade your picnic. <laughs> <laughs> You just can't sit anywhere with those things around. No. <laughs> Jesse, we apologize if you lose business because of this. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh going to get requests for bees wearing ties. <laughs> Might. Yeah. Dabbing somebody in the face with a pitchfork. <laughs> yes. That'd be good. No. Really? Second examples of be asked high in the sentence. I hate to carry my big camera, so I bring this little be asked high in my purse. <laughs> Pocket size for your convenience. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Comes in a little black. You just keep it in a little black bag. That way it's, it's in just the an electric toothbrush. Don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll clean your cavity, all right. Hey, why do you have so many electric toothbrushes? They got to row their boat. Oh. I don't understand. Hey, I, don't, I don't understand how you can get on the mute button so fast, Mary, that nobody even hears you laugh. As soon as you get, as soon as your laughing gets out of control, you mute and fall off your chair. And I don't, I don't even know how you do anything. that so fast. Hmm. And that has been the word of the day. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us on this episode of Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Make sure you go check out Jesse on Instagram at The Painting Buzz, also at jessemadeira.com. Jesse, thank you for joining us on this episode. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. You guys were a blast. Keep it dirty, riders. And we'll see you next time on the FDB Podcast.